Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey there, so the busy lead up to Christmas can often feel like a blur, like being out on the floor all day, putting out staff fires, getting shit sorted for your own family, and if you're anything like me, that's like lastminute.com, and well, the list goes on. So during this busy time, it's super important to remember to tick off all of those small, simple tasks that may lie in danger of falling by the wayside in this hectic period, or totally coming in and derailing you later. One of those totally unglamorous yet critically essential activities is ordering your stock. So it may be a tedious thing to do, totally get it, but it is so important to get it done and get it done early when there's so much, uh, so you can be free when there's so much else going on. When it's done and out of the way, it's one less thing to worry about in those crazy weeks of Christmas. So today in my live, in the Salon Owners Collective group, I went live with stepping you through Christmas stock ordering essentials. So come and join me on the live broadcast and I'm going to share that with you now. So it is uh, nine weeks till Christmas and we're a week and a half out of ending uh, October and that means we're into November already which in one way is kind of good because you get this little reprieve at the end of November right you have a little bit of a breath <laughs> just in time to go absolutely crazy so I hope you are um, holding strong I hope you're holding strong in the loom up into Christmas so I wanted to check in with you guys um, who's already fully booked till Christmas uh, or in Christmas, those, those weeks of December. Are you fully booked? Are your established stylists or therapists fully booked? Um, and I'm assuming that um, your, exist, your younger team or your less established, not necessarily young, but maybe newer team, aren't quite fully booked yet, but um, the pressure is starting to come on now as those last clients are doing their bookings. And so if you're super smart, remind your team to rebook your, those clients into January. Um, it's not too late to do that and they should do that. I always remember uh, rebooking would just go at Christmas time, right? Absolutely out the window because people are too busy. So I wanted to check with you, have you sorted your rosters? They should be done by now, in place, people working um, extra time, extra hours if you possibly can and moving those hours around to be uh, most productive for your clients. And if you haven't, good morning, Vicky. If you haven't, um, go back to week 12, which was kind of week one, 12 week countdown and go and listen to getting your roster sorted. Um, now you should have also by now booked your Christmas party. So I took a note out of that leaf. Uh, and if you haven't watched that one or listened to that one, go back to week 11. We talked about setting your Christmas party. So we did that last week. We had our team day. We have a, a quarterly team planning day and we went and booked our work due. 
took some of our own advice and uh, the planning is underway. So that's really cool. And what about gift vouchers? Have you set up your gift vouchers? Have you maybe ordered some physical gift vouchers? Maybe you've set it up online, put it on your website. Again, if you haven't listened to that one, then go back to week nine, or I guess week three, nine weeks to go, our third session around making the most of the extra sales at Christmas time. Uh, people sell 30, uh, sorry, people spend 30% more at Christmas time. So you want to make sure you get your piece of that pie. Like don't let it go down to Mac down the road or the clothing store down the road and make sure you get your piece of the pie. Okay. So we know at Christmas time, uh, Lunch breaks are missed by our team. Our clients run late, let alone us running late, right? And um, it's stressful. The stress rises. And so I want to make sure that these tips are helping you remove the, the stress and um, ratty, tired team members. So one of the things that I think that you want to think about now uh, is getting your stock sorted and done and ordered. Take the stress away from those last three weeks. Don't be thinking about um, big orders. And if you have to do a top-up order, so be it. But let's get you organized so you don't even have to do that. So you feel um, completely in control, which is my goal for you. So this week, I want to plan. I want to suggest that you plan forward your Christmas stock order for November and for December and get that done. So uh, if you don't already, uh, if you've signed up to the Christmas countdown, then we should have already sent you uh, today's planner and action steps. So if you haven't, I'm going to put this now uh, in the comments and you can make sure you join, sign up and grab it because you can go through it with me. It's also really nice to print it out when you're to come away from this and go right. Um, Print it out and have it next to you so you can take the action steps, right? So we've done all the hard work for you. Okay, let me just share my screen so you can come along with me. And um, we're also sharing this on the podcast. So hey to you, those that are joining us on the podcast. Um, make sure you get this so you can follow along as well and have it in front of you, whether it's on the screen don't do it if you're driving on the podcast. That would not be good. <laughs> um, print it out later when you're ready at the salon, ready to take action, and you can come along for the ride also. Okay, let's dive on in. So I know potentially it feels early at week nine to be thinking far in advance, but my suggestion is that you block some time aside as soon as you can in the next week or so and give yourself or your manager or one of your team members a decent amount of time to really think this through. What we want to do is remove that anxiety around, shoot, I should have done this, I don't have the time to do it, and having to do a rush order. Because as soon as you rush it, you know that you're not going to cover all of the bases and you're going to set yourself up to, I'm not going to say failure, but you're going to set yourself up for stressful situations in the future when it comes to the crunch time. So I want you to be a step ahead of it. So let's go through those now on the orders action list. So to eliminate that stress of running out um, at, in those three weeks, get it done and dusted now. Give yourself the gift of freedom of mind and holding on to any last moments of sanity. I also don't want you to, you know, as your job as the CEO, your job stepping into the CEO is to protect your team, protect them from moments of stress, from um, tension, 
from their own anxiety. So it's your role or your responsibility, I believe, is to get a step ahead of them. Would you agree? So um, we don't want them to be in a situation where they have to think of formulas to mix, um, use alternative products, even worse, turn clients away because they don't have the product that they need, um, whether it's a color, whether it's a mask or particular treatment, having that there is going to minimize those stressful moments. So the other benefit is that you can spread the cost um, starting now and you're not gonna be left with a massive bill in January. So pay for those big bills. If you order now, you're gonna pay for it in December when you can afford to do it super easy because I know it's stressful in January when you've got Christmas and holiday uh, wages to pay and the sales have stopped coming in or they've slowed down to a trickle. So do the big order now, get it paid off in December, and then you're actually living in a real um, reality of cash, not a month behind in January and take that pressure off January as well. Okay. Now I want to encourage you to buy what, buy what sells and let go the things that don't. And also, okay, so let's step into that. I want you to go back and have a look at what happened last year. If you've got the, the luxury of last year's um, activity, then how do you plan forward? Will you start by looking backward? So if you look back at what were the things that sold a lot of, what were the things that you used a lot of, and what were the things that you didn't? So don't be fooled. Be data-driven. Go back and have a look. Now, if you're not very data and you don't love going looking at that, delegate it to one of your team members who's really owl-like. And when I say owl-like, I hope you listen to my podcast of BJ who talked about the personality types. Someone that loves data and detail. If you're not that person, don't, try, don't stress yourself out by pretending to be that and doing that extra work that you're just, it's not your sweet spot. Get somebody in your team to go and do uh, do the counting. Go and look at the, the top 10 products that you sold last year at Christmas time. What are the top 10 uh, colors or the top 10 in-house use products and um, that you use for, to sell, but also in your services? Go and have a look at what those are and make sure you've got lots of them. Now, if you look back at last year and you've got more team in this year or that your sales have been uh, blowing out of the water last year's, then add that same percentage of sales on top of your projection for this year. Does that make sense? So if you uh, did 10,000, I'm just going to use a simple number. If you use 10,000, if you sold $10,000 of services last year and 5,000 in products, but really this year you've been tracking at a good 10 or 20% over and above uh, throughout the year, then add that onto your sales in, in your projections for this year. Now, I believe in a method of uh, purchasing stock on a percentage of, um, percentage of sales. Now, why I love a good old percentage is that it, it moves and flows with your ups and downs of sales. Because you can't just have a static number as a budget every month because your, sale, your sales aren't static. The number of days in any month changes. The number of stylists you have on any month changes. People are on holiday, people, uh, there are events. So your months are up and down like a yo-yo. This is normal business. And a percentage serves you through all of those ups and downs. So, so um, base your stock budget 
on a percentage of sales. Now, I know a lot of people ask me, what is that percentage? And it is something that I teach in, the, in my program, but I'm, I loathe to give one number because every business is so, so different. Depends on what product company you have. It depends on how much color services that you do. It depends how much retail you sell as a percentage compared to everything else. So there's not one number that fits all. And I'd be wary of anybody who's preaching a set number for anything, for profit, for stock, for rent, for all of those things. And I believe it needs to set in a percentage. Now, why? Because you only ever have 100% of your sales, not more than that. So if you have a percentage, then it's going to move with your sales when they go up and down. Okay, so let's go back to the checklist. Does that make sense? Let me know. Does that make sense in terms of setting a budget? The other thing I want you to be aware of is that product companies have their own agenda at Christmas time, just like you do. You want to sell more services, you want to book more clients, you want to sell gift vouchers, uh, but guess what? So do the product companies. Your suppliers have their own agenda, and I want you to be really wary of what it is that they're selling. Now, for a lot of the time, it's great. It's a, such a good partnership to have with your product company, but be mindful that their agenda and your agenda doesn't always need to align. And just because they want to sell you or have a special price on curly hair shampoo, if you don't do curly hair in your salon, or if it's a three percent of your service mar um, market then don't buy it. Just because they're selling it doesn't mean that you need to be uh, sucked in, I guess, uh, through good sales and marketing into buying their promotion because it is what they do. And I know some salon owners, and let me know if this is you, I know that some salon owners let their rep do their ordering for them. Now, it's great to save the time, but you've got to control the rep because their agenda is different to yours. Every dollar that you spend on product purchasing is a dollar off your bottom line. So be really mindful of that and hold on to that. Hold on to that budget like tightly. This is your, um, you know, if you want to live a life of freedom and profit, if you want to be able to put food on the table for your children, then these are the things you need to be mindful of. Okay. Uh, all right, well, I talked about uh, creating a budget as a percentage of sales. We talked about um, being wary of product companies and their agenda. Uh, review last year, look back so you can look forward and um, make sure you're buying the right things. Be mindful of what sits on the shelf and doesn't get used versus what you actually go through. It's called um, product turn. When a product uh, gets turned around, gets used and has gets replaced, the things that get turned around fast are the things that you should have more quantities of. And the things that have a slow turn uh, only get replaced every couple of months, for example, you want to have lower amounts on the shelf, okay? All right, I've got a couple of tips here for you um, that I just want you to be mindful of. <clears throat> Put the extras that you have ordered aside. Like if you're gonna do a massive big order for November and December, you're gonna have a lot of stock. Now, what does that signify to people's brains when they see lots? They see, um, well, they see <laughs> quite simply, they see lots. And so when you see lots, there's no need to uh, be, be cautious, be mindful, to be scrimping and saving. So my suggestion is that you put the extra stock away, lock it in your office, take it home if you need to, and just leave the usual amount on the shelf, okay? Now, the different, it's a different mindset for retail stock than there is for in-house use stock. So the extra stock in-house use, you want to minimize 
that. So take the extra away and put it somewhere else. Uh, for retail, you want your shelves to look full and bulging and like this is a really great place to be. Now, if you went to the local store, now in, New, in Wellington, we have a store called David, oh, you guys have David Jones as well. It used to be called Accordion Stains. David Jones bought it. So if I go to David Jones and I walk past a shelf that is empty and doesn't have many products on it, do I feel excited about buying that? Absolutely not. Your retail stock needs to be merchandised. This is the one time that you don't want to be scrimping. And this is why ordering the things that sell and lots of them, like two lines of the things that you sell truckloads of, have two lines of it. So your shelf looks full and plump and juicy enough to buy. And the things that you don't sell a lot of, like I remember at one point we did a complete audit of all of our stock and we stopped carrying the things that we sold one of every six months. Like just take it off the shelf. It looks bad, nobody needs it. If somebody really wanted it, we can order it for them at the next order bespoke, right? So um, remember that this is, um, this is your, it's a little business inside of your business. So make sure your retail is full, uh, overflowing and looking like something that people want to be part of. And you go to the supermarket, you do not see things that are empty, right? Um, okay, so put the extras away, otherwise your team will overuse unnecessarily. It's just, um, it's just the way that humans' brains work, okay? Uh, okay. Oh, yes. Okay, so the next one is around planning for when you run out of things. Do you know, just by chance, Murphy's Law, you'll be so planned.